Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. Your health challenged, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. Hey, it's Jen again, and today we're going to talk about meal planning, specifically the question, what's for dinner? Because if you're anything like me, you absolutely despise that question absolutely despise it. Do not ever want to hear again what's for dinner. If you're going to ask me that question, why don't you go in the kitchen and make some and you let me know. Okay, soapbox over. I really don't like it. And I really don't like not knowing what's for dinner up till like five o'clock at night when everyone's asking what's for dinner because they're actually hungry for dinner and I haven't even thought about it. So I'm going to suggest something that's kind of going to blow your mind maybe and you know, but it's seriously true. It, it, when you are in bed or on the couch and you've been like wiped out and you can't really get up, there's some times when you're like, oh my gosh, I am so tired. I cannot really get anything done at all. I can't even think straight because brain fog, right? But then there's other times when you're like, man, I'm laying here and I have all this mental energy, but my body won't go anywhere and it's very frustrating. What should I do? This is what you should do. You're going to make a meal plan and you're going to get a piece of paper and or your calendar, you know, those, you know how you get a calendar, like at the beginning of the year, this is the perfect time, beginning of the year, people are handing out calendars like restaurants and car washes and churches, and everybody wants you to have their calendar. And you're like, great, except I really don't want to hang up your calendar. Well, you're going to take it anyway with a smile on your face. And you're going to be like, haha, I have a plan for your calendar. And you don't even have to hang it up. If it's ugly, you can stick it in your drawer, but you have to know what drawer you're going to put it in because otherwise you're going to lose it. I know how you are because it's how I am too. So let's say your top nightstand drawer, because if you're in bed a lot, it's going to be right next to you. And what you're going to do is you're going to pull it out and you're going to say, okay, for the next 30 days, this is what we're going to make. And let me tell you, I did an interview with someone who talked about meals and I'm going to have to put the link in the show notes because I don't remember what the episode was, but she talks about making one thing and eating it all week. Now, personally, I could make one thing and eat it all week. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I have had the same breakfast for seven years straight, seven years straight, because my body does not like to eat solid food until about two in the afternoon. Nobody knows why. I've quit going to doctors and asking. We just know what it is. So I make a berry protein smoothie every morning that's loaded with protein because apparently my muscles need that and I cannot eat anything in the morning. So I get a good filling, healthy thing with my serving of fruits and vegetables and protein and I can move on, but I digress. Okay, so that's being said to say, I can eat the same thing, but you might not be able to, and your kids might not, and my husband definitely can't. No, he may eat leftovers once and then he's done. But what you can do is say, like Taco Tuesday, where every, okay, every Tuesday it's going to be taco night, or what we do is we do like a, um, taco bar. Okay. So we put out tortillas and we put out meat and cheese and sour cream, like all the things. And then everybody can kind of make their own. Friday for us is always family night. We have pizza. We have done that for as long as I've been having my smoothies. It's just what we do. So what you can do is be like, okay, you know, every Monday it's spaghetti night. Every Tuesday it's taco Tuesday. Every Wednesday it's roast or whatever. Every Thursday, it's fish. Every Friday, it's whatever. Okay. You go through the week and then maybe one night is where you buy food out 
And one night is like wildcard night. Because if you do something like that, you always know what you're going to have. And your family always knows, right? So then you don't get the question, what's for dinner? Because then you can say, you know what? It's Wednesday. On Wednesday, we always have this thing for dinner. And then the question stops, except for wildcard night. And you know what's great for wildcard night? Teaching your kids how to cook. Because then after the first couple of weeks, they get to pick what's for dinner. And that was an annoying sound, sorry. And how cool is that? Because that means you're not cooking it. So, and if you're going to say, I don't want to teach my kids how to cook because they're going to make a mess and they're not going to do it right. I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, they're going to make a mess and they might not do it right the first time, the second time, and maybe even the third time. But by the fourth time, they're going to kick that meal's butt. And do you know what that means? Do it four times and teach them how to do it because then they're going to make the meals. And I'm going to tell the story that I just told about my oldest son when he was 18 and went off to college. I had made all my kids learn how to cook and he loved to cook. And he ended up cooking like five nights every single week because he just had a passion for it. And when he went to college, he would host dinner parties as a freshman in college. And let me tell you, that makes a guy pretty popular. So please, please, please do teach your children how to cook. They may not host dinner parties at college, but they are going to use that skill forever because humans have to eat. So put in the time. Oh, and here is a bonus tip that I got from a physical therapist. Bring a stool, like a like a counter height stool into your kitchen and lean on it or sit at it while you're cooking or cleaning or whatever. It is amazing because you use so much less energy. Even if you're just leaning on it, take the ener- the pressure off your legs and your knees and your back and just sit. You can get things done and have a little bit more energy when you're finished. So there you go. So those are my tips for making meals when you just don't have a lot of energy. They can be simple. They can be easy. And as simple as easy as fast food is, I highly recommend not doing that all the time because it's not going to make any of you feel any better. So a treat every once in a while, absolutely. And we're going to talk a little bit more tomorrow about some more hacks, but make your 30-day plan. And really, it could be a seven-day plan if you decide to redo the same things. I'm telling you, your family may not love it in the beginning, but they can start cooking other things then. And that's going to be wonderful, but also it's going to make your life so much easier. And right now, if you're this tired and you're exhausted and you're just done and brain fog and all the things, make your life as easy as you can. All right. So thanks for listening. And tomorrow we're going to talk more about meals and what to do and how to prepare so that if you do get like sick, sick, your family still eats. So tune in tomorrow and we'll talk about that. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you then. Yeah, I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too, with a hearty mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.